so that kind of puts him down. Even if he was kind of getting up, he's still like, ah! Yes, he's he's once a more alight. He's thoroughly caught fire. Uh, oh, it's his turn next. You see him vanish from the top of the tower. He seems to have retreated in some way. You can hear his cries for help as he's engulfed in flame. Well, I'm glad that my panzer friend is already at the tower, then. So if I'm there, I'm going to kick down the door to this windmill. You do so. You see the the tattered remains of a windmill. A rickety ladder leads uh, up several floors, it looks like, um, past some slightly caved-in stories. Um, in, in the infill, they were wood, and they rotted away up to the stone ceiling of the roof. Do I see the fair maiden? Go ahead and make a vigilant test for me. Plus two. Failed. Uh, no, you do not presently see the fair maiden. All right, then I will rush over to the ladder and I will begin to ascend it. You uh, easily make it up to the top. And uh, there, there's a, a hatch. I'll let you decide if you want to end the turn with it open and you're looking out and I'll tell you what you see or with it closed. We'll go closed. All right. Now, Ansel. Uh, from from my position, I, I, don't, I don't think I would rush towards the windmill i will uh stay out there and try to stay alert making observations of the battlefield to see if uh possibly keller is summoning any help or or if there's anything else to set upon us so so i'll just stay where i am and play the the scout if i can i will scream over my shoulder if i saw that ansel was you know following me uh that i do not see the girl Okay. Do with that as you will. Bartholm, top the round again. Uh, since he is uh, ducked behind the, um, ducked into the windmill, I will look at uh, my two friends that are, I assume, still next to me, Lita and Dro- and Dover. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're uh, watching Slackjaw with oh, horror. <laughs> the, the Drover has uh, lost hold of his pants again due to the, the cacophony and the shock. He's standing there with a slack jaw and an even more slack set of drawers. And your friend Lita is... uh, You you notice that as soon as action started, she jumped right into the woods and seemed to blend in quite comfortably. She's rather hard to see, but uh, she seems to be hiding and waiting for the worst of it to be over. Her her large human ears stick out still so I can see her. Uh, Yeah, you you get a vague sense of of where she is, mostly because her coat is really, really brown and the the trees, what's left of the leaves on them, are sort of a, a withered and shrunken black on a uh, background of a white frost that's come over the mountains. Lita! Drover! Come! We have to finish this at the windmill! And I'm gonna trot up there with them. Alright, yep, they, they make their full round actions. You all make it to the door. You hear something happen. Michael, you're up. Orlin. Alright, I will gather myself... So like I'll I'll use my legs to go up like another rung or two up the ladder, but without standing all the way up, so that I can then spring up very quickly, open the hatch, and then jump out onto the top all sort of at the same time. As you jump up, you see a, a very singed killer. He seems to be uh, bleeding from his several burns, uh, being tended to by Argosta Junior the wagon master's daughter. She seems to be uh, glowering at you guys fiercely as she tends to his wounds. She points a, an incriminating 
finger at you and says, How dare you? Why could you follow us here? Is this my father's work? Does he want to take me back there? I'll never go, do you hear me? Never. I finally found a real man. And uh, Keller gurgles in uh, uh, to support her. And and I say to I say to uh, Augusta, I say, you didn't say that last night. It's uh, come on, this is all nonsense. She looks uh, briefly horrified as she recognizes you, but then goes back her to her determined, self pitying. She says, "There, there, Keller, you'll be okay. You'll get better." Keller, uh, for his part, uh, or out of combat now. Uh, K- Keller is has dropped his weapons and is just being tended to unless you guys want to continue combat. I was actually going to, uh, since I inflicted the wounds and they are my magic and I have felt a little corrupted, my shadow got a little weird shaped, I would like to go over and uh, use my medicus but also bind him because you know what? I'm not happy with Keller but at the same time I don't want him to die because I like this chick and I want to see her again. All if right. you know what I mean. Fair enough. Uh, do you have any healing herbs? I do have healing herbs. You can use one healing herb and your medicus kit to heal one hit point on uh, Keller instantly. He only has one hit, one point of toughness. He has one hit point of toughness left, you know, you can tell, uh, being a trained medicus. And he will, he, like everyone in this world, will heal one point of toughness a day if uh, cared for and reasonably treated. Interesting. Wow. So yes, I will uh, apply the uh, the herb and I will and I will say to Orlin, I'll say, Orlin, bind our friend Keller here. I will do so. All right. You tie up uh, Keller. As, as you start to bind him up, and he gets the impression you're not just going to let him go, he says, please, let me go. I'll never steal again, I swear. The Wagon Master's daughter says, yes, let us go, let us go. And Keller says, let me go. <laughs> I'm afraid we cannot do that. If you are an adult, I assume, and you are free to make your choices, but stealing away in the night and with some of your father's possessions, as I understand, you need to speak to your father and then you can decide what to do. But as for us, we are taking you back to the caravan. Ah, uh, please. You'll regret this. I already regret this. <laughs> so his his face, his features and face change. He says, if if you won't let me go, then, then you'll live to regret this. The undead Malrogan will find you and chop you to pieces. Not even death could beat him. You think you're a match for Malrogan? The master of death? Bah! At the mention of a master of undeath, I think I'm going to get pretty upset. And I will reach down and grab him by the collar and shake him a little bit. What do you know of this undead blight? Tell me now. As you shake him, some uh, sort of crusts of his skin that have burnt and scabbed over uh, flake off in the violence and, and begin weeping blood anew. He says, no, please, I'll... I'll... <sighs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that, that you're going to live to regret the day you punished me. He's, he's, he'll tear you to pieces. He'll chop you to bits. He's the leader of my, my old gang, and, and he's due to arrive any minute. Uh, go ahead and make a vigilant... Uh, well, make it a cunning test. Anybody who wants to? Oh, oh okay. Uh, no modifier? Nope. Cool. 
11 under 13. 9 under 10. Holy shit, guys, we gotta run! Woo! Uh, yeah, you, you both know that it's extremely unlikely he would be arriving, for, for Keller to know that he would be arriving any minute. That's probably a bunch of BS. Mm-hmm. It, it seemed like it. Uh, however, uh, Lita does seem shaken at the mention of the name Mal Rogan. She says, oh, he's he's terrorized this uh, countryside for some time. Oh, actually, hmm, uh, how dare I forget, we have Orlin in the party. Orlin, you also recognize the name Mal Rogan. Sounds vaguely familiar. Where, where do I know that name? Where do I know that name? And I will kick him with the, my steel-toed boot. Uh, Keller says, I don't know where you know him. He, he's, he's a former pantser. Maybe you know him there. And at, at that mention, the uh, recollection comes back of, of a fellow man-at-arms on the field. He uh, was strong and trustworthy. You served with him once or twice very briefly in, in a combat. You remember the name from someone who would help you up out of the dirt and uh, take a shot for another man. Oh, I was going to say, when uh, when uh, Ansel lifted him up by the collar, and definitely when Orlin kicked him, at that point, I'm, I I just wipe my hands. I'm like, all right, I'm not putting any more herbs on this fucking guy. I'm... <laughs> I just I just look at Lita and I'm like, okay, I tried, okay. <laughs> I think you are mistaken. The man of which you speak is not a master of death. He's a good and honorable man. He served with me in the Queen's Panzers. Why would you say this? Lita pipes up at this point. She says, He may have been a good and honorable man once, but that was before his demise on the battlefield and his subsequent rising from the dead. Keller pipes in and says, yeah, yeah, that's right. Death couldn't beat him, and neither could you. He'll be here any minute. He'll kill you all unless you let me go. I slap him. <laughs> the wagon master's <laughs> girl, daughter says, yeah, let, let us go. And she also seems to uh, look at Keller, and she says, you never mentioned that he was undead. Keller says, quiet, baby. I'm handling this. <laughs> I... I for some reason I suddenly picture Keller as kind of a rockabilly with maybe a little bit of a pompadour. Oh yeah, definitely. He's definitely Johnny Depp from Crybaby. <laughs> uh, we have wasted far too much time on this. Please, Miss, do not embarrass yourself further. Go down the ladder. Let us descend and get back to your father, so he may dispense fatherly justice, and our wagon train can continue on. We have good and just works ahead of us. Not this silliness before us now. All right, Orlin, uh, roll persuasion. Give yourself a plus two. That was a great oration. And uh, Caleb, give me a mystery roll that I'm not going to tell you what it is. Just let me see some dice. Ooh. Barely passed, but I passed. Okay. The uh, the wagon master's daughter, uh, tears in her eyes, and a little bit of a uh, shocked look at the mention of, of a, a horror uh, nods quietly. She she gets up and she gathers up the, the tiny glass trinkets that she considers her jewels and begins to descend the staircase. Caleb, what'd you get? I got a six. That's good. That's good enough, if you'll believe it. Your wonderful friend, the drover, who has been uh, trying to keep as far out of the way of your violence as possible so as to not draw your ire, he says, Hey, is that a person coming? But they're not coming from uh, the direction of the wagons. Okay. Uh, miss, miss, come back up this way, please. <laughs> she does so, looking confused. What do you want from me? Why don't you let us both go? I want you to sit there and be quiet. So he said that so we could all hear it, right? Because Caleb made the roll, but then he said this out loud. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, he's sort of gesturing up further toward the hills, where uh, now that you guys all take a second look, you do notice a figure, at least from this distance, a, a humanoid figure, who looks like they are reasonably well hidden, but apparently not well enough for Caleb's pretty good roll of a six, and the drover's astonishingly high perception abilities. And he, he seems to be staring at you. I'm going to say Fiddlesticks. Dressed in black, sort of looks similar to Keller. And after I say Fiddlesticks, I'm going to find Keller's crossbow. I'm going to give it to Ansel. And I'm going to say that we should deal with this post-haste. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take a shot at this figure with a crossbow once I'm handed well, it. I mean, we don't need to. We don't know who he is. We don't need to shoot him yet. We need to figure out what's going on. <laughs> what, Mister Violence is always the answer. Is starting to advocate against violence. What is this? Every time there was violence before, there was a reason for it. May not have been a good reason, but there was a reason for it. We're in the middle of nowhere. There's a figure coming from a direction other than where we came from. And this guy's waiting for someone. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. And plus, he's probably an undead, and I'm a a crazy church guy who hates undead. So yeah, I'm going to take a shot at this well, guy. You should wait till you can prove he's a crazy undead guy. Yeah, better, better now than later. I'm going to take a shot at him. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll discreet for me, first of all, to see if he's surprised. Pro tip, I bet he won't be. <laughs> I have a three under a five. Wow. Now I'm actually going to have to bother checking what his uh, discreet... Nope. Still a fail. That's, a, that's uh, okay. That's all right. You uh, actually had to roll a one, uh, zero or lower, I believe, on that to succeed, <laughs> and it did not work. So, uh, yeah, no, no. Um, he's not surprised, but, but uh, we'll go ahead and go in quick order, and once again, uh, well... We'll we'll give you the first action. What the hell? Uh, roll some accurate. Hit him. Uh, hold on. The What's figure in black weighs off. Yeah, he looks like a Nazgul. Ooh, two under thirteen. Boom. Yeah, that's that's gonna be enough. You hit. Roll some damage. Seven. Boom. There it is. So I I will I will fire off the shot and then yell out loudly. Halt, friend or foe. Doing. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it bounced off a little bit of armor, but it still plunges into this robed figure, and you get to choose to knock the robed figure down or take a free attack. I'll take a free attack. All right, go ahead and roll accurate. <laughs> Boom! Halt! Who goes there? Boom! <laughs> Eight under thirteen hits. Roll some damage. Six. Uh, yeah, not quite enough to drop the robed figure, but uh, certainly enough that now that it has uh, two thick uh, spines of, of bolts sticking out of its chest, for it to take much, much better cover, you get a human, a vaguely human-like scream out of it. We'll go back to the top of the initiative. Bartholm. Okay, so barely vaguely human-like scream. How is it moving? Uh, it's not yet. It hasn't been its turn. Okay, I'm gonna, can I hold? Is that a thing? Sure. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing, but I don't see any reason it shouldn't be, so go ahead and hold it. It's action. It's going to limpingly trudge as quickly as possible up toward the, the base of the tower, and it finds a, a little 
crevice that seems to know this territory pretty well. It finds a crevice to, to duck underneath to hide from any crossbow bolts shot from above. Speak, friend, or be shot again. The the figure, also a, a, a resounding, very gruff female voice, says, Ugh, there's invaders in the tower! Invaders in the tower, Malrogan! Come quickly! Oh, see, okay, see, see, as I'm running down the tower, I'm saying to Orlin, see, see, I was right. Jesus. I was totally right. Yeah, but Prios was right, okay? To be fair, you shoot a lot of people. Statistically, you're going to be right on occasion. That doesn't make this the correct decision. Listen, listen, listen. Come down here and help me deal with this guy. Prios guides my arrows. So you guys roll down to the base of the tower, leaving your friends presumably safely at the top, not leaning over the ledge and watching you guys play. I don't know that we want to leave Keller up there. He already shot at us. I, ass- I We bound him, though. Yeah, but the girl could untie him. Slap him. Lita does offer to watch <laughs> them. And the nameless drover would be happy to be left far away from you jerks. <laughs> uh, we'll quickly make sure He's... he doesn't have any weapons, and then, yeah, we'll leave him up there. Uh, you, you've already checked his pants pretty thoroughly. <laughs> That's true. So, on my action, could I get out the door and... I don't know if I need to even see him to do Brimstone Cascade. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll just reconstitute the fight at, at the base of the tower. Start back from initiative. Okay. Everybody's downstairs ready to rock. Okay. Like breach okay. the door or whatever you guys want to do if you're going out. Yeah, okay. I would take a second as we're getting ready to leave. I would turn around and I would actually hand her my dagger and just say, if we all fall, you should at least have a chance to defend yourself. Her being who? The The daughter. Ah, uh, yes, she, she, she says, oh, thank you, that's very kind, and she looks at you with these eyes, and uh, suddenly you get the very distinct impression that she's warm to you considerably in the last 20 seconds. <laughs> 15. Uh, battle will do and, that to you. I'm yeah, sure it's, and, as, it's... and as we walk out, I kind of I rib him, and I say, I told you. Uh, she screams down the ladder after you, be careful, dear Olin, take care of yourself, I'll be here waiting. With your 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 dagger, two-handed dagger. And once you get to the bottom <laughs> of the ladder, she says, "Oh, do you, do you need a, a standard, a neckerchief? Please take my silk doily." And she brings out this rancid hanky, just Ugh. overused, and and Ugh. and tries to lightly fritter it down the ladder. It it plummets like a stone <laughs> and hits with a wet noise. <laughs> I would be honored. To carry that, and, uh, and we'll just kind of mumble off and then walk away. All right. So, uh, top of the initiative, Matthew. Closed door in front of you. Um, the the wounded one seems to have not moved from the crevice. You can hear uh, her still screaming that uh, Mal Rogan, please come. I found uh, invaders in the tower. Okay, and we decided that I need to see the person to do my little magic. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. And I couldn't see her from upstairs if I stayed at the window. Uh no, she's hit. Okay. Um Um I am going to open the door mm-hmm. and give her a blast of Brimstone. You'll have to go around the, the tower. She's about ninety degree angle in a little crevice. Will I be able to make it in one attack? Uh, yeah, yeah, one... yeah. Move action to okay. get around there. That seems yeah, very reasonable. Yeah. Abstract move action. Yep. I'll make a move action, and then I'll give her a brimstone cascade. I assume you don't want to be right up next to her. 
No, 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 no. Just so she's in eyesight. Like, even if it's just like her shoulder, I'll I'll still brimstone her and hope that that uh, takes effect. All right. And the uh, the designers are going to be real mad at us when it turns out brimstone cascade is like a melee touch skill. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll be they'll be so angry. They'll be cursing in Swedish. Okay. Very beautiful. Ooh, three. Three out of 15. That's definitely going to hit. Roll some damage. Ooh, 11. Yep, that's uh, exactly eight more than you needed. There is little left except a cinder and a pile of ash in the crevice. The cries of pain are cut uh, very generously short. And then the sort of the, the, the flesh melts through with this intense fire. You can the, the, the smell is something that has haunted your dreams from the south from uh, putting animals out of their misery and, and doing, you know, executing against the, the business of the order. But uh, it's it's something that, that will always remind you of the brutal training regimen that got you here. Okay. Uh, the next in the initiative is Mal Rogan. You guys hear a gruff voice from across the, um, the clearing yell, How dare you invade these lands that do not belong to you? I, Mal Rogan, the survivor, will punish those who dare to insult my lands. He uh, strides out and starts, um, you know, he, he doesn't have to take a rushed look. He, he slowly saunters, but still does a double move up toward you guys. He's, he's sort of leering at you through the, uh, the front door. Now, does he look like a Nazgul, or what are we, what are we dealing with? Um, as he approaches, you, you see what was once a man, and Orlin, you recognize the man you once knew, or once had seen, but uh, sadly, uh, the first thing you notice as, as he gets closer is that he seems to be missing his left arm. The wound has festered and seems to be uh, leaking sort of a mild black ichor. You see that as he gets closer that the veins in his neck and his remaining arm and head are all stuffed with more thick black ichor that seems to pump through him. Uh, his flesh becomes uh, has become pale and pallid. It, it uh, seems to hang off of his bones. You uh, see a severed hand, not quite mummified, but sort of decayed to a point of distinct death, attached to a chain around his neck. Ew. He's uh, carrying a large spiked club, and he's wearing fortified chain mail. Oh, he's only actually going to make a half move up to the middle of the pact, and then he's going to cast a horrible undead cursed spell on somebody, probably the one burning up his friends. So, the priest? Yep. Good. Good. Not me. Yeah. Not Definitely not. Nope. Nope. Burn anyone. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, screw this. Okay. Matthew. Hmm. The, um, his dark glare uh, pierces into you. His power huh. is long, awkward pauses. It is. Dramatic. So dramatic. It's not translated well? Skip it. <laughs> I want to put in the yakety sax music. Here. Uh, no, it just needs absolutely no role on his part. It sucks to be you. Uh, and no material components. None. A dark glare is enough. You... Immediately, ignoring all armor, suffer three points of damage. Okay. As a uh, a piercing curse of death penetrates you. Oh, I lied. 
you take 1d6 point, point of damage, ignore any armor, for all actions you try to perform. Oh. You suffer no damage if you remain still and passive. Uh, as an added bonus, um, any uh, test you try to make... He just made you his sub. Uh, any test you try to make, regardless of the target, get a second chance to fail. You have to roll 2d20 and pick the worst uh, for all your tests for the rest of this, this session, and also take 1d6 damage every time you try to make an action. That would explain why he does this first round of combat. Yes. Okay. So you're accursed, and that was him. Uh, Orlin, you're up. I charge. You charge the zombie? Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys also see a couple more robbers peeking out from where the uh, Mal Rogan was. Mal Rogan. Yeah, I'm charging at Mal Rogan. Stop this! This is not who you are! Nice, nice try. Go ahead, uh, give me some damage. Or roll to hit, at least. Okay. I will... Uh, what's that? Uh, His defense is plus three. I fail. Okay. You uh, leap up with your uh, massive sword and swing. Ooh, uh, actually, since you got in range, you have a long weapon, right? Yes. You get a free attack. So that was your free attack. You failed. Okay. And now as you get in range, you can make a normal attack against them. And what's its uh, plus three? Uh, it's it's plus three, which means minus three to right. your number. Yeah. Uh, that time I did hit. Oh, great. Uh, roll some damage. Eight points of damage. All right. His uh, heavy armor absorbs a good chunk of that, but uh, you do cut into some rather wicked-looking flesh. Black ichor drips from the wound. Um, sort of not necessarily the way gravity you think would intend, but it drips sort of in all directions. One goblet narrowly misses your eye. Uh, I, I'll take like an involuntary step back. What What became of you? The, you? You are not the man I knew. What is this foul beast before me? He says, I have been chosen for greatness. Come, join me. His two robber friends now go. Michael and Caleb, you are both being attacked. Make defense rolls. Uh, what do I do? I make a... I roll something? Yes, you roll defense. Am I using dodge or shield? Since I use the two-handed weapon, I probably don't have a shield. Yeah. Um, if it's a plus one shield, then it's put onto your arm. Let me look at your stat block. I'm not positive about that. Because I literally rolled where one of them will pass and one of them will fail. Oh, you you have defense of 11, Bartholm. No, that's Bartholm. Defense yeah, mine's 13. six and seven. Right. And I rolled a seven. Ansel. Yeah. I'm the first. You or, are the say. Or seven shield. Oh, yeah. Uh, roll the seven. Yep. I got a seven. Oh, uh, unfortunately, it is modified by uh, robber accuracy which is minus three. So you fail. You take a crossbow to the face doing five damage. Go ahead and roll your armor. So I actually roll that? Yes, your armor uh, does... Your fortified chainmail reduces 1d8 of damage. They're, they do a fixed amount of five. So roll 1d8 and take that off. All right, stand by. I don't have a d8. Hold on. Roll a d4, and we'll just assume you rolled bad. Or I could pull out a d8. Seven. Ha-ha! <laughs> All right, uh, the the blow is entirely absorbed by your armor. Ansel, same thing. Give me a, a defense roll. Okay, so for my defense roll, I rolled a two under a nine. Ooh, that's uh, definitely going to beat him with a modification of three for accurate. So, uh, yes, you, you dodge out of the way as the bolt misses you through the crack of the door where they'd seen you. 
And now, uh, let's see. Ansel, you're up. Bottom of the round. All right. So I will also charge forward, uh, wielding my Warhammer and thundering out a war cry slash prayer. May the fires of Prios guide my hand. Uh, and I'll use Witch Hammer as a spell, which is, says free in what you yep. sent. Yep. Uh, as just additional damage. Okay, so I would roll an attack. Uh, correct. It's accurate, unless you have an ability that lets you roll like persuasive or something else instead of accurate. Nope. Okay. And uh, are you attacking Mal Rogan, I assume? Yes, but that's a miss. I got a 14 over 13. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, not going to do it. Okay. Uh, top of the round. Uh, Matthew, you're tied with uh, Mal Rogan. You'll go first, I believe. Uh, um, I Do I feel like I know what this spell does? You definitely do. Being trained in the, the magic, you, you definitely can feel sort of a, a cold, undead rictus infecting your arms and legs, and it cuts into you any time you seem to move. It's, it's, like, it's like early onset rigor mortis. And it's physically painful to engage in any action at all. Feel weakened and very susceptible. So when I killed that girl, did she like turn into a pile of ash, or is there stuff there like? Uh, there, there's a a pretty burnt up skeleton of what looks like a normal human being. Uh, the armor is consistent with an Ambrian. Ambrian. I'm going to try to take cover then. In a very, like, cold, calculating, like, how am I going to deal with this type of way? Because I don't know what else to do, because I feel like if I do one action, I'm going to be dead. All right. You uh, very gingerly step into the alcove. I'll, I'll assume that by when it says take an action, it doesn't mean a move action, but rather a combat action. So you're able to move into that alcove. All right. Mal Rogan's up next. Ooh. Okay, he uh, looks down at you, Orlan, and he says, Join me. Together we can rule this land. You have no idea what undeath can be like. It's marvelous. Here, let me show you. And he hefts his enormous spiked club and attempts to drive it into you. Roll defense. It's going to be modified by... I rolled a natural 20. Uh... Really? Yes. Oh, good. Um, okay, well then I don't need to tell you that it's modified by a lot because you brick it. Anyway, uh, you take six points of damage to the face. Roll your armor to try and absorb that. Eight! Boom, nicely done. All right, you take no damage. As My as face is made of steel! The spike's great against you. Kink! You can hear, you can feel his uh, vile breath. Uh, um sort of oozing around both sides of the clubs that sits on your head and penetrating your, your helm. Foul beast, I stand in the light. Let me show you its power. Mm -hmm. I swing my massive sword. And I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> that was a great speech! Alright, uh, you and Mal Rogan continue your meek stalemate. Well, except he's hitting me. That's true. It's true. Uh, he he might be hitting your friends too. 
They're going to take another shot at uh, Caleb, one of the ones from the woods. Alan Black, Caleb, roll defense. Uh, I fail again, 13 over 9, plus whatever modifiers. Uh, roll your armor. Uh, crossbow does 5 damage. I, I don't have armor. I have priest robes. Flexible. They should do... Uh, really, they should still do 1d4, don't they? It It doesn't say on the sheet. Oh, then they don't. Yeah, so I just took five damage. Yep, you sure did. Oh, good. My robes are 1d4. Yeah, what are up with priest robes that they're not? Yeah, that's weird, especially since he like has a god believing in him and everything. Well, you have blessed robes. I just have regular robes. Yeah, no, the, but I figured yours would, you would have like faith magic. Yeah, bl- blessed robes are supposed to protect for 1d4. It's probably a typo. Roll your d4. Oh, okay. It's light armor. It's listed as flexible, which is an armor quality. I can't imagine that's not... One, so I take four damage. Congratulations! Don't you feel so much better? Yay! All right. Ansel, now you're up. All right. Uh, You said we could move into a flanking position, right? Yes, that's correct. I do that thing. All right. You uh, provoke... You you will... um... Do you have acrobatics? <laughs> no. Then you will provoke a free attack from from uh, Mal Rogan. Uh... Wait, are you in melee range of Mal Rogan? I am in melee range. Yes, then you will provoke him. a free attack. Yes. Oh. Uh... Okay, then I'm just going to hit him. Or I'll, I'll, I'll attempt to hit him. Let me you sure? That. Positive? All right. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to attempt to hit him. Roll to hit him. There we are. One under 13. That that will definitely hit him, regardless of uh, anything else that happens tonight. I'm pretty sure that ones are almost always going to hit, unless you're Michael. Uh, go ahead and roll some damage. All right. So I have my Warhammer plus bonus damage from Witch Hammer for a total of six damage. His uh, armor seems to absorb most of that. Um, yeah. Icarus splatters out from the impact of your uh, weapon, your implement. What what weapon or implement are you using? I have a warhammer. Your your warhammer leaves a kludge of Icar behind, and he turns to look at you, and he says, You seem eager to join us as well. How wonderful. I'll have so many disciples for the gang of robbers we're making. Ah! He's very confused about what he's creating, but uh, his enthusiasm <laughs> really makes up for his lack of sanity. For a second, I thought he was, like, you know, making a, a nice speech, and then it just became crazy talk. <laughs> yeah, it kind of goes back and forth, would uh, any of the robbers would tell you, including the one that was burnt to cinders. All right, top of the round, Bartholm. How's that curse treating you? It's shitty. Can I do anything with my aged cherry, my herbals, or my medicus, or wizardry to help myself? Good question. Or, or alchemy? No idea. Let's try and find out. Curses on page 133 of the book. Why is this curse kicking everybody's trash? It's so rad. Curse Master. He really does have it. And there it is. Curse Master. Mystic. Oh, that is not true. Uh, Mystic fails a resolute test. You get to make a resolute test to resist every round. Look at that. Go ahead and make a resolute test to resist. 
Cool. It'll be opposed by uh, his resolute, which is awesome. I lied. Yeah, you got a minus three from his resolute. Fourteen under. Oh, so minus three, you said. So, um, I have to, I have a fifteen, so I have to roll under a twelve. Correct. Okay, I rolled a fourteen. So, Ugh, almost, almost. Uh, yeah, no. Can that be the one for last turn? Because he didn't know that he could do that. Yes. Go ahead and roll once more. I didn't want to say that. Thanks, Michael. Got you back. It's great when Michael's on my side. It's good to have a team. It's so rare. When he's not, he's killing me in a burning house. I meet it to beat it? 12? Yes, a tie will work. Oh. Do you have Resolute 15? Yes. Nice. Yes, you, you, you make it just barely. You shake off the rigor mortis at the top of this turn. Ugh. Now you're free to act again. Oh, I can act now? Uh, Yeah, you shake off oh. the curse. Little... Brimstone Cascade on, you know, <laughs> the undead guy. Mal Rogan is his name. There it is. Yeah, that's a... Yes. Uh, oh, Resolute versus Quick test. Uh, His Quick is probably not great. I hope not. He's missing an arm. You never know. Maybe he I makes know. him lighter and faster. Who knows? It doesn't. Uh, You got a minus one is all from that. <laughs> Okay, so I got him. All right, so roll your big, awesome damage. I hope it's big and awesome because my shadow is getting bigger and darker as I do it. I imagine I got my points back after we finished the first combat with Crossbow Boy. Uh, I believe this is all one scene. Oh, well, that's okay. I still got some points. It sure is. I am at a 10 damage. 10. It does, uh, it is affected by armor though, right? Yes. Oh, I don't know. I was going to check. Yeah, it okay. is. It is. Uh, okay, he's uh, looking quite a bit more hurt and burned and sore. Sour at you guys. He screams in rage. Ah! You will all join me! You will join me or perish! He's up next. He will attack. He doesn't like being burned, but he really doesn't like being challenged. He'll attack. Orlin. Orlin, make a defense check. Five. Uh, I think that fails, though. That's a minus seven. Oh, pff, yeah, I can't pass that. He has uh, exceptionally strong at an adept level. He hits like a brick. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, your defense. Two. Two. Uh, well, his spike club does six damage, so it sounds like you take four. Take four. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm good. Still up, and that wasn't above your pain threshold? Nope, I don't think I have pain threshold of any of you guys yet. All right. Nope. Orlin. All right, it's my turn. I'm going to say that thing I said a minute ago, just imagine I said it now. I'm also going to uh, leader him and kind of rally everyone around so that if anyone else, including myself, hits him, we do extra damage. Because I was just trying to challenge him, but then I realized, hey, I'm not winning, so... Good idea. I think the leader thing takes your combat action, though. So oh, I think you well, have to I, pick. Then I would not have done that. All right. All right. Uh, I rolled a six, which should hit him, and then I rolled a seven for damage. All right. He, his uh, armor absorbs a fair amount of that, but he's still uh, hurting. And by hurting, I mean he has been knocked unconscious. Huzzah! Exactly. The thing I said a minute ago was cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mal Rogan 
collapses, and he says, No, I will get vengeance. You will join me in death. And uh, his his body, uh, once it collapses, begins to sort of separate and congeal and melt into the, the earth below. It gets stained black as uh, his bodily fluids leak out. His fellow robbers behind him, those who are surviving, uh, think that living might be the better part of valor right now, and they skedaddle off into the woods. Unless you guys want to chase them and try to gun them down. No. Uh, we will let them flee like the cowardly dogs they are and freeze and starve in winter. All right, they do so. My move is to take out the sunstone and hold it above my head, and it just glows a little bit brighter. Very patriotic. Thank you. I will go back into the tower and check on the the lady and her fellow. The wagon master's daughter is waiting for you to return to the tower, and she <laughs> says, "My hero, oh, Orlin, okay. you've saved me. Oh, all the stories they will tell about us." I'm gonna like palm her face and push her down. No. Oh, oh, I tripped. Oh, how clumsy of me. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. I'm so clumsy. <laughs> when I walk in the tower, I'm like, hey, Lita, you cool? Good. All right, rock and roll. Let us be off before any other foulness apprehends us. Uh, all right. Do you guys want to do anything else with the tower? Is Keller still tied up? Uh, Yes. Yep. Well, then we should grab him and... Uh lead him back to the camp with us well if this was like their base of operations it's possible there could be some loot here perhaps we should loot check that's true let's loot check before we go that's that should be a quick uh control f search uh, all right after some uh searching that is not rushed and so there's no real compelling reason to make you guys roll you find a, a cache of 12 thaler 12 thaler and what's the equivalent of Thaler? Uh, they are Thaler. They're a, they're a currency, a denomination of money. I can look cool. that up if you really want to know. It it says in the book that I started with one Thaler and three shillings. So I think it's ten I, shillings to the Thaler. And... I have three Thalers and nine shillings. Money bags over there, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, didn't you start as privilege too? That gives you a lot more. Yep. Yeah. This is excellent. We can take these monies and give to the wagon master for our passage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. we were out here getting shot. I was not shot. I was barely injured at all. I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding from the face over here. Shut up. Give me the, the money. The light of Fry has has protected me. Thank you for being by my side, good friend. Yeah, privilege starts with 50 Thaler, as opposed to the five that everybody else starts with. Before we leave, I'll probably apply some uh, medicinals to my friend's face. That's so generous of you. Yeah, I like him. And he, he likes a, a, the god of the sun, so. Thanks, Thanks buddy. You're welcome. Okay. So, uh, you guys uh, gather your motley crew and return to the, the circled wagons. There is a uh, uh, quite a commotion as as you're spotted coming back down. The, the wagon obviously is not broken camp yet. It's it's uh, almost midday, and they're very relieved to see you. Uh, Argosta is is oh my lovely daughter, you've returned her. Oh oh, her dignity is intact. 
How can I ever thank you all? Uh, I'm 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 pretty injured. Maybe maybe you could help me. Your thanks are all we need. It was it was my honor to uh, rescue your daughter. You know what? Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll do that. He he says, "Oh, but but of course, tending to your injuries, I I do have uh a couple of herbal cures that I could I would be happy to give you here." And he hands you the group two herbal cures. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Oh, and I I wanted to make a point of bringing Keller back to him and and kind of tossing him at his feet and saying, here is the fiend that has absconded with your daughter. As promised, we, we brought him back for your swift justice. Ah, uh, capital, capital! What should be done with this horrible wretch? Should we take him into the kingdom and... and... Uh, exact his vengeance there not vengeance sir justice justice or or does justice lead us to to simply jeer and abandon him from the camp what 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 say you 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 were the ones who captured him i believe your voice should feature strongly here well he is a a coward and a thief but he is not a murderer i say we cut off his hands <laughs> Argosto raises his eyebrows. He says that is rather severe. But if 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 you believe that is the right punishment, I I will support you. Uh, in in the meantime, a, a number of characters who you've you've sort of gotten to know by first name, but not necessarily met, are uh, from the caravan are jeering and leering and and throwing pebbles and things of that nature. There are a couple of. Um, there's another drover whose name escapes you guys at the moment, who's uh, throwing stuff. There's a, uh, uh, a mid-level merchant, glass merchant, who is uh, throwing things. His name is Belarus. And, uh, of course, you see a deep glower from the Black Cloak Lestra, who you have previously met. Uh, she is not jeering, but rather uh, glowering at your guys' continued success and flaunting of uh, Pryos. We're done? Yay! I think we we, are you cutting his hands off? Yeah, I'll cut his hands off. <gasps> oh my All right. god! Alright, you guys cut his hands off. Oh, <laughs> I love the dichotomy here. He was a pain in the ass about shooting that chick because we didn't know who she was yet, but we get him back to camp. I think we should cut his hands off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's a thief. And a liar. And a liar. And he didn't treat uh, his good friend, that random drover, very well. <laughs> That's his name, Rando Drover. Rando Drover. Rando Droverian. <laughs> yep. As the party wanders away, uh, the uh, snow gently settles under the ichored corpse of Malrogan. And after an hour passage, the hand around his neck begins to glow, and his body starts to reform. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out the RPGAcademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, 
please visit patreon.com slash vrpgacademy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the drive-thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at vrpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at vrpgacademy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.